This is the Aromatic Wisdom Podcast, episode 44. Today, I'll be sharing about that unique and spectacular aromatic water called Rose Hydrosol. You're listening to the Aromatic Wisdom Podcast with your host, Liz Fulcher. If you're interested in learning about essential oils, hearing interviews with industry experts, and discovering ways to grow your own aromatherapy business, this is the podcast for you. For more information and show notes, visit the website at aromaticwisdominstitute.com. Now sit back, relax, take a deep breath, and enjoy as Liz shares a dose of aromatic wisdom. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the podcast. It's so good to have you here with me. My name is Liz Fulcher. I am the host of the Aromatic Wisdom Podcast, and I got to tell you, I have been wearing rose-colored glasses for the past month. Honestly, I have just spent the past four weeks immersed in all things rose for a class that I taught called Rose Deep Dive. Oh, my word, it was so much fun. I know a lot about rose, but man, when you want to really know something, teach about it. Because it was a deep dive, I wanted to really get into some very specific, deep aspects about rose, all the different Latin binomials, the different extraction methods, rose auto, rose absolute, rose concrete, and finally, rose, of course, rose hydrosol. So, I have been totally immersed in rose. I am feeling so happy and joyful because I've had this exquisite aromatic on my desk, in my kitchen, spraying my face with it, using it in body lotions. So if you're feeling down, uh, if or if it's dark where you live, right now it's winter here in Pennsylvania. So the timing is perfect for rose. There is, well, there is no bad time, honestly. But it really does lift the spirits and it can help lift a, de- lift a depression when your moods are kind of gray and dark. So to kind of round out the whole experience, I thought I will do my last podcast episode of February about Rose Hydrosol. Just a note, I do have a comprehensive online course called Hydrosols for Health, and which you can learn all about what are hydrosols and all the ways that you can use them. And of course, I do have that Rose Deep Dive course And I'll put the links to both in the show notes. Okay, I'm almost three minutes into the podcast. I'll make you wait no longer. Let's talk about Rose Hydrosol. Here's an overview of the four things I'll be covering in this episode. Number one, I'm going to start with what is Rose Hydrosol. Number two, I'm going to share the benefits of rose hydrosol, what makes it such a valuable aromatic water to own and to use. It is one of the five top hydrosols I'm never without. Number three, I'll give you some suggestions, specific suggestions for using the rose hydrosol. And then number four, I'm going to talk about the importance of finding a good quality rose hydrosol and how to do that because there is a lot of garbage out there being sold as as rose whatever, hydrosol, water. Rose in particular is victim to this phenomenon of of being sold as something other than what it truly is. Okay, let's start with what 
exactly rose hydrosol is. It is a heavenly aromatic water that's produced when rose petals are distilled. If you love roses, you're going to love all the rose extractions, including rose hydrosol. The distillation doesn't use that tall column that you commonly see when you're talking about distillation because the petals sort of melt into mush and it's hard to obtain a really good hydrosol or even an essential oil in that way. Instead, the petals, it's actually the whole flower head is used, is placed in in water, immersed in water and distilled that way. This is called hydro distillation. So the rose blossoms are added to water in the still. They are brought to a boil, which produces steam, which percolates throughout this rose mass. And then the steam that's produced is captured, condensed and collected where the water and the oil produced are then separated. The most common species of rose that are used to make rose hydrosol are Rosa damascena and Rosa centifolia. It's more common really to find the damask rose, that beautiful, sweet Rosa damascena. This distillation process that I just explained, it's also used to extract the essential oil. When an essential oil is extracted in this method, the product is called Rose Otto, O-T-T-O. So when roses are distilled, hydro distilled, you get two products. You get this exquisite rose hydrosol and you also get Rose Otto essential oil. And I just throw a little FYI in here. I use the term hydrosol almost exclusively. Sometimes I'll say aromatic waters to mix it up but I always mean hydrosol. The term hydrosol, rose hydrosol, can also be used, or can also be called rose hydrolat. The terms are interchangeable. Hydrolat tends to be more popular in Europe and here in the USA where I am, I, I find the term hydrosol is more commonly used and understood. It really does seem to be a geographical thing. I've asked my students who live in Australia and New Zealand what term they use, and they've all said hydrosol. So I think that is the more common term, uh, but, you know, use whatever is appropriate for the region where you you live and, and use your waters. Okay, I covered number one, what is rose hydrosol? Number two, I'm going to talk a little bit about the benefits of rose hydrosol, and I say a little bit because I could do an entire hour-long podcast episode just on the benefits of rose hydrosol. I'm going to cover about five or six properties that make it so magnificent. In my experience using rose hydrosol, the two areas where I have found the most use for rose hydrosol is on my skin and my emotions. And, And not just me, I mean with my clients and with my students. Those are the two areas where rose hydrosol really shines. So let's just talk about the skin for a minute. Some of the benefits of rose hydrosol for the skin are that it has really good anti-inflammatory properties. Uh, These properties make it really good choice then when you've got a hot inflamed situation because it is also cooling. So it it reduces inflammation and it cools the situation down. So if you have red, angry, acne or eczema, or if you've got some psoriasis patches, 
um, you know, those kinds of skin conditions that are hot and uncomfortable, spray it with rose hydrosol. It's fabulous for cooling the situation down and reducing the inflammation. If you have a sunburn, another hot situation, you can spray that on there. I like to use uh, half lavender hydrosol, half rose hydrosol. And let's see, some other benefits, like almost all hydrosols, it's got um, antibacterial, antiseptic properties. Again, great for the skin in terms of fighting acne and any kind of skin infections, bacterial skin problems. It's a really good choice. I did say it's cooling. In particular, okay, so I'm trying to think of some heated situations. So for example, hot flashes, spraying a little rose hydrosol on the back of your neck, on your face, especially if it's been in the fridge, is delightful when you're having a hot flash. Um, Even when you're angry and upset and have an emotionally heated situation, rose hydrosol is a really good choice to mist yourself with it, take some deep breaths. It smells amazing and it's sort of an infusion of love. And I feel that when I'm upset or angry, I I like to use rose hydrosol. Also, when I'm nervous before I have to do a presentation or something, rose hydrosol is good. So I've wandered now into the emotions. If you have a situation where you're feeling um, agitated, nervous, if you are feeling depressed, rose hydrosol is a great antidepressant. Now, I'm not talking pharmaceutical grade. Don't quote me on that. But if you're going through a blue phase, if you're having um, a dark period of of the soul, as they say, really immerse yourself with rose in general and all of the extracts of rose, including rose hydrosol. It is great for the skin for anti-aging. Now, I'm not I'm not saying you can use it and go out in the sun and you won't age, but it is. There's a reason why it's often used in beauty products and aimed at reducing wrinkles. It does have some anti-aging effects. I am over 50, and therefore I've got over 50 skin, which has seen a lot of summers. And I do have sun damage, and I find that when I use rose hydrosol on my face, very shortly after I use it, I can start to see a softening of my skin. The pores are smaller. The whole terrain of my skin just looks healthier. And now I'll share some easy ways you can actually use the hydrosol. Again, as I said, as a cooling mist, keep a bottle in the fridge with the spray top on there to keep it clean and mist it on your face, mist it on your hands, your arms. When you're traveling, we are traveling again, uh, things are starting to open up. Take rose hydrosol and spray it for calming down, for anxiety. It's great for anxiety and just to feel freshened up. Of course, as a facial toner, just add, take one ounce of rose hydrosol, add a drop of lavender, apply it to your face with a cotton ball after your shower, after you wash your face to help keep your skin smoothed and and toned and healthy. One of the things I love to do with rose hydrosol is add it to clay. Now, because, uh, again, because I have mature skin, I like to use red Moroccan clay. And I just take a tiny bit, like a teaspoonful, and add rose hydrosol and make kind of a make a paste. And then I take this clay and rub it onto my skin, I don't know, for 10 or 15 minutes. And even while the clay is on my face, I will spray it with rose hydrosol to keep the clay moisturized. After about 10 minutes, then I will wash the whole thing off with a wash to- with a washcloth. I don't wash my face. I rinse it off with water and washcloth. And then I will spray my face with rose hydrosol again and just let it air dry 
wonderful way to use rose hydrosol. You can, if you know how to make baby wipes, rose hydrosol is a really good one to add to baby wipes. In my course, Hydrosols for Health, one of the things that I love about the course is I do give a lot of ways to use hydrosols. So there's a lot more in there than, than what I'm indicating here. I'm looking over my notes, anti-aging, emotions, mood, antibacterial, anti-inflammatory, uh, cooling mist, facial toner, clay. You can add it to your bath water. You can add it to a baby's bath water. You can, gosh, I mean, honestly, anything that you can do with water, you can do with rose hydrosol. Superb for sunburn relief, as I, as I mentioned. What I like to do, if I, I try not to get sunburn anymore, but if I do, I will take undiluted rose hydrosol and undiluted lavender hydrosol, put them together in one ounce container, and I'll just continue to spray my skin frequently. Like every hour, I'll get it out and just spray my that burned area. And you'd be amazed at how quickly it cools the skin and how fast it heals. All right, let's move into number four, determining the quality of hydrosol. This is a huge conversation, really important. So here's some ways that you can determine if what you're buying is actually a good quality rose hydrosol. So if your supplier, the person from whom you're buying it, whether it's the, it's probably not going to be the distiller, but if you're buying it from a shop, an online store, an in-person store, if the person selling it is calling it rose water, or if they're calling it floral water, or if the product is going by any other name than hydrosol or hydrolat, that's a red flag for me first and foremost, because those are not the correct words for the product. Then you want to start asking some questions. What the product may be, if they're calling it floral water especially, is to is essential oils added to water, and then they'll often call that rose water. So the first question is, what you want to ask them is, how is your rose water produced? If they say, I don't know, then run away, find someone else. If they say, oh, we add essential oils to our water, that's fine. They're being honest, but it's not the product that you are looking for. So the answer should be, oh, our, our water is made through hydro distillation. They might even say steam distillation, which is, it's okay. They're saying distillation. If the Latin name of the plant that was used to produce this water is not on the bottle, again, not a good sign. I would ask what plant was used in the making of this product. Most likely, the Latin binomial on your bottle will be Rosa Damascena or Rosa Centifolia. There is a beautiful white rose, Rosa Alba, that's from which they make a hydrosol, but it's a very, the flower's not very abundant, so it's, it's very expensive. Uh, I would look for Rosa Damascena, Rosa Centifolia. Here's a biggie. The bottle that is containing the rose hydrosol should be clear. Now, this is something that really only in the last few years, hydrosol suppliers, the people who sell hydrosols, are starting to really get with the program. They used to sell hydrosols in blue, you know, just pretty colored containers because that's the way essential oils are sold and that is actually the way essential oils should be sold because the UV rays can destroy the essential oils. Hydrosols are another breed. Because it's a water product, it can grow all kinds of little critters in there. You can get all sorts of, uh, you can get something called a bloom in there, which are these little white ghostly 
floaters. You can get some gray matter in there. And that's one of the beautiful things about hydrosol is very often when it's contaminated, you can see it. Now, not always, but it is not unusual to see contamination. And therefore, it should be sold in a clear bottle because you don't want to buy a, a blue bottle. You get it home and it has floaters in it that it really is indicative of, of mold or fungus. So if the bottle's not clear, don't buy it. And the last thing I want to say is just that a true hydrosol should be specifically distilled for the hydrosol, not as a byproduct of essential oil distillation. So there you have it, a nice little tutorial on rose hydrosol, what to look for to buy a good quality product, and some ideas of how it can benefit you in your life. One of the things I didn't mention, which I will say specific to rose, is it smells amazing. And you can also just wear it as a very light perfume. I will use rose hydrosol frequently in my hair and on my clothing just before I go out because it just smells lovely. It's, it makes you smell nice and fresh. And now we move into that fun little segment that I like to call Smell My Life. This week, I relied heavily on an essential oil to really help me stay alert and focused while I was working on the computer. I've been spending an inordinate amount of time on my computer in the last few weeks because of just doing a lot of online work. I no longer have live classes and uh, not doing massage therapy. Therefore, I'm spending a lot of time working on my online presence, my online courses and so forth, which means loads of time in front of the computer. And it also means a lot of mental energy. And at a certain point, I hit the wall and I really need, well, I need a break usually at that point. I'll have some matcha tea and Make sure that I have rosemary chemotype cineal in the diffuser very close to me at my desk. And sometimes I'll even just lean over the diffuser and take a big deep breath in. I find that it gives me a kick, a mental boost, which is one of the characteristics of the rosemary essential oil. Is It's really great for mental focus, mental stimulation, clarity. And this particular one that I have is by Nature's Gift Aromatherapy, naturesgift.com, rosemary chemotype cineal. It's fabulous for office work, if, if you like the smell. Once in a while, I'll put a drop of basil in with it because basil has the same properties, but a little basil for me goes a long way. I doesn't take long, really, at two drops, I'm, I'm, I'm fine. Or sometimes I'll take my rosemary chemotype cineal and add some lemon to it to add, kind of give another layer of that mental boost. So if you find yourself working at a computer a lot or doing any sort of mental work over a long period of time, I would recommend you put some in a tissue, put some rosemary in an inhaler, put it in a diffuser and keep it close to you. And I think you'd be really surprised at uh, the difference it makes in keeping you mentally alert. When my son was small, I used to use rosemary in the diffuser while he was doing his homework to keep him alert and just to help him stay focused. I want to say something about rosemary since we're talking about it. Probably you're familiar with the Latin name of rosemary as rosemarinus officinalis. 
Well, rosemary has been reclassified as a salvia, which is the sage family. And the proper Latin binomial for rosemary is salvia rosemarinus. That is the proper scientific name for that plant. So I've been inhaling salvia rosemarinus chemotype 1-8 sineal and absolutely loving the effects of keeping me a little more sharp and awake and alert while I'm working. And that is it for today's episode number 44, all about that beautiful aromatic water called rose hydrosol. I hope that this was helpful. If you have any questions, you can always write to me, liz at aromaticwisdom.com. Until next time, please stay safe out there. Be happy. Be well.